happening, friends? Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. Big day today. Jake Owen will be in. He's going to bring his guitar. Also, we'll talk to somebody who married herself. She's a soloist. Sologamous. Sologamous. Close, though. That's correct. She she literally had a ceremony, married herself, and I was like, I must talk to this woman. <laughs> so we'll do that at the Friday morning dance party. Also today at 10 a.m. Central, tickets to Bobby Fest go on sale. Texas and Kansas, come to those shows from wherever you are. Bobby Fest, Ticketmaster.com. Just a big day. Amy, how are you? I'm doing pretty good. How yeah. about you? Anything happen in your life? Mm, not that I can, not out of the, not out of the usual. Why? I just... You know how you talk about the, the school drop-off line? Eddie was telling me about his this morning. Oh, yeah. What happened? Well, it, was, it was the afternoon. I can do the, the afternoon oh, pickups. The okay. pickup. I don't drop off because I'm here. But the pickup, man, there was a, almost a fist fight going on because it, props to them. They, they've organized it really well, but there's three lines that go in. And it's kind of hard to explain because it's just three lines, but you – after a while, you know where you're going. Well, a grandma, I guess, was just kind of told, like, hey, will you go pick up the kids? She was in the wrong line. She thought somebody was cutting in front of her, but they were in the right line. Grandma didn't know what she was doing. Grandma starts honking her horn. Like you say, the beep, beep, not a big deal, right? Uh-uh. Grandma goes, bah! I'm holding it bah! down. And then, of course, the whole school starts looking, and she rolls down her window, what are you doing? And then the dad starts going, what are you doing? I'm doing the right thing. And then teachers start rushing over to, like, calm the situation. I'm like, I've never seen this before. It is craziness. But I've never seen people go at it like that. It was nuts. Does that happen in your school? I mean, I have uh, been the frustrated one at times, but I don't ever honk or do anything. I just quietly handle it in, in in my in my car and I, but it is frustrating it can be super annoying well, I want to give props to big families who have you know like occasionally if I ever am able to do like a drop off or or a pickup if, if sometimes families have four or five kids at the school but there are some that are so efficient they've got it down I mean or maybe they're carpooling but it's like a clown car kids keep piling out but they got all their stuff and I would just like to give props to the parents that are efficient with their kids that do it in a timely manner because some are super slow and it's frustrating I did see a story in the news about a carpool lane this is from Little Rock Arkansas an argument in the carpool lane at Meadow Cliff Elementary Tuesday ended after a woman pulled a gun on another parent. Oh. Okay, see? Was that where you were, Eddie? No, no guns involved, thank you. According goodness. to Little Rock Police, a black Yukon with red rims oh. cut off three other vehicles see? who were waiting to pick up children. Investigators noted in the police report when one of the drivers pulled alongside the Yukon, the suspect pointed a gun at the man and his son and said, next time. Oh my God. Next Before time? leaving, yeah. Whoa. School officials have requested an officer return Wednesday to ban the suspect from school grounds. Who's going to pick up the kid next time? I, I don't know. But you, you, that that guy can't be on at school. Maybe he's he like uh, no. maybe he's like the uncle. Or just the dad who's crazy. <laughs> that worries me <laughs> And he didn't kids. even say like, I'm, I'm going to get you right now. Mm-hmm. He left fear in them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Next, next time. <laughs> oh he hit him goodness. with the hard stuff. Yeah, grandma didn't say that. Mm-mm. No. She, she was just frustrated. That's it. She just took her dentures out. <laughs> <laughs> It is now time, though, to open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. She writes, you guys had a mailbag recently about a woman's husband posting videos of him singing online, and you told him what to do. I had a similar situation, but we're far more along down the road, and I need help. My husband has been trying out streaming himself playing computer games on Facebook. After a year, he has 700 followers with only about an average of three people watching him at any given time. And he swears he will be able to make an income off of this. Oh, my. 
We have a five-month-old baby, and about fifty. 50- <laughs> oh man, this is just not good. And about fifty percent of his free time is spent on the computer, quote, working towards his goal. Mm. I'm now at the point where I think it's time to break the news that it isn't going anywhere, but I have no idea how to do this. Please help. And she signs her name Brandy. Eddie, why did you go? Oh, because he's a dad and he's got to support this family. And at some point, the dream has to stop and he's got to start showing the money. And he's not doing that. So I'm like, it just it hurts because it's his dream and it just it's not happening. And he's got to stop. Amy, you also made a noise. Yeah, because, well, I hate to crush the guy's dream, yeah, but you gotta, maybe they need to set a timeline of, like, if he doesn't start to gain traction and get a few more followers within X amount of time, then, yeah, he needs to quit devoting so much time to it. It's like me trying to explain to my daughter that she's probably not gonna make money off TikTok. Kids these days, they they think that just because they see other people on YouTube and TikTok bringing it in, that it's just so easy, and it's not. It's really hard. It takes a lot of time and commitment. You know, TikTok today is what being on the radio was when I was a kid. Yeah. And everybody told me there's no way to do it. You can't do it. It Just because other people are doing it, it's easy. You can't do it. There's like three people that do it. Okay, yeah, but how do you tell that to, well, a grown man and yeah, my 14-year-old daughter? But I, And I tell people that want to be YouTube stars all the time, YouTube is just TV. Like you're making content, right? Make content. Great. You can do it. Don't let people tell you you can't. The people that are telling you can't is because they couldn't do it. So don't don't fall down that trap. But this is an adult man. This mm-hmm. is slightly different. He's than got a fourteen year old daughter. A, yeah, babies and here's the part of the email that I go back to. She does say fifty percent of his free time. Yeah, it is free time. Okay. That that to Interesting. me isn't screaming he's missing work. That isn't screaming that he's yeah not feeding the baby. He's done it for a year though. To be fair, <laughs> like great. I see enough of in this email enough of a history where he's not neglecting the family or the baby or his job. Right. It's a good catch, but he did say in there that he's hoping to make money from it. Yeah, okay. but That's his goal. What I would do is I would ask him a question. I would yeah, say, but I think he has a job. I would say, what are your goals with this? You let him hang himself. You don't You don't hang himself for him. You let him do it. You say, what, what's, what's the goal here? I know you want to make money. I'm here to support you. Like, what can I do to help you? Like, what's the goal? In six months, what do you need? Where do you need to be to feel like you're actually moving in a good direction? Let him state what his goals are. And be precise about them. And then when he's not meeting them, you're going, hey, we haven't, you haven't met your goals. Like, does it make you want to play less? You have got to let him or he's going to just be resentful toward you forever. As long as he's not neglecting his baby. If, if he's neglecting the baby, hey, you're neglecting the baby. Yeah. Yeah. Throw Get that off the game computer. out the window. Yeah. Or job. You're neglecting your job. <laughs> yeah. But he's not. It says 50% of free time. Mm-hmm. What I would do is say, okay, six months from now, what, where do you want to be on this? How can I help you? And then you tr- try to help him chase his dream. You're supposed to do that. And if he's not doing it, then it's like, okay, it seems like you put a lot of effort into this. You're not getting out what you want. Like, what else can we do? I think that's the move. As long as he isn't being detrimental to the, you know, the battery of the house. Yeah, that makes sense. I was, yeah, focusing in on fifty percent of free time. Free time being keywords. That's uh, that makes it a little more acceptable. Brandy, it's not the answer you want. But it's the answer that's going to keep your marriage happy. <laughs> that's good. I am not an expert. <laughs> little little, uh, yeah, little asterisk what there. Do you call that? Shout out, Rachel Hollis. <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, that's all I'm going to say. Let him chase his dreams. Free time. But have him set goals. And if he's not meeting these goals, figure out what you can do. Maybe that stops him. Good luck. Sometimes people have dreams that are tough. I have friends that, 
you know, their their wives have had to like cover for them when they were getting radio. They made no money. Mm-hmm. Or they had to move back to a small yeah. town. That's true. They covered for them, and now they're doing fantastic again. Right, right alongside them. You guys will do it. I have faith in you. That's my advice. Close up the mailbag. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. Fun Fact Friday. These are the most five fun facts Amy can find on the internet. All random. Here we go. Count it down. Number five. So did you know there's actually a response to the saying, liar, liar, pants on fire? Liar, liar, pants on fire. Mm Mm-hmm. It's got to rhyme with fire, right? No. No, no it, it can just rhyme, rhyme with liar, liar, pants on fire. It can the- rhyme with whatever your response is. Okay. Uh, hmm. Something on the telephone Truth, wire. Truth, shirt. Nope, mm. but there is one, and it's I don't care, I don't care, I can buy another pair. <laughs> nice. I like it. <laughs> I'm going to use that uh-huh, one. Liar, I know. liar, pants on fire. Mm-hmm. I don't care, I can I don't care. I, I can, can buy, buy another, another pair. pair. <laughs> yeah. Number four. So the United States military has a maximum height cutoff. Maximum. Yes, like no one over this height can enlist. If you wanted to serve our country, but you're taller than this, you can't. Go ahead. You, if you're over six eight, can't do it. I guess it's hard when they're like, get down, and then six eight, you're like, <laughs> like crawl, crawl, <laughs> crawl under the crawl rope. Under there. Uh, they I don't can't. have anything Sarge. to fit anybody that big, <laughs> that tall. So yeah, I had no idea. I guess there's no minimum, but there's no maximum. Huh. I mean, there, there isn't a, a minimum. Well, can... not that I, I don't think so, but there's a maximum height cutoff. Wow, I had no idea. You, you could be too tall for the military. Number three. Since we're talking about the military, I'll share this one. Working military dogs are non-commissioned officers, and they are always one rank above their human handlers. So they could tell the human what to do? I Weird. guess so. Rough. Okay. <laughs> he says 10 push-ups. <laughs> Which that made me think about the like the president's dogs or whatever. The Remember when uh, George H.W. Bush, like he was... Um, they being laid to rest at his funeral and his dog was sitting next to his casket. Mm-hmm. Like, it was his dog ahead of a rank above him. Well, we didn't know the dog was president. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the dog is super president. <laughs> gosh, that picture picturing it in my head now still gets me. Yeah, mm. that that was. And then he went to work at like the hospital after that. Yes, that you're right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Number two. So alcohol doesn't actually cause you to forget what happened. Your brain simply stops forming new memories when you've had too much to drink. So it's not really even recording anything. You have nothing to forget. Oh. I used to do that with the VCR sometimes. I think I was recording back in the day. <laughs> and I would get home and be like, why is this recorded? Mm, <laughs> it never recorded. It never, I never did it. hit record. I didn't know that. So it's not blacking out, losing a memory. It's, it's just that you never just, formed the memory wow. to begin with. Yeah, that's wild. Number one. Beyonce can run a mile while singing. She revealed that her training routine from the early days was from her dad, and he would make her run a mile while singing so that she would be able to perform on stage without becoming exhausted, which is, like, really impressive but very intense. And she also got back into that training regimen when she did her big performance out in California at Coachella. Mm -hmm. That's what she did. They would show her training, running while singing because she was all over that stage with a live band and everything else. You guys don't know this, but I can do this radio show. Well, I just buy sitting. No, <laughs> All right, there you go. Fun fact Friday. Bobby Bonshaw. The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30 Second Skinny. Walker Hayes and Jake Owen released a song together called Country Stuff. You know, country stuff. Country stuff. He's country stuff. Country stuff. I like country stuff. Walker, my mom makes the best country stuff. Country stuff.
Miranda Lambert released her new album, The Marfa Tapes, with Jack Ingram and John Randall. Here's the new version of Tequila Does. He don't love me like Tequila Does. Chesney released a deluxe version of his Here and Now album. Here's a clip of one of the new songs called Streets. Faith believes what it can see and who we are and who we're gonna be. I'm Morgan number two. That's your skinny. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. A mom in New York was driving her son, who's two years old, to the urgent clinic because he had a really high fever. And she looks in the back seat, and his head's down, his lips are blue. So she freaks out, pulls over, and is waving down cars, asking for help. Stranger pulls over, says, here, get in my car. Grabs the mom and the two-year-old and drives him to the hospital. Hey, okay, kid's okay. Just had some kind of virus that was causing him to do that. But the stranger waited until the mom got the news. Stayed with her, everything. And that stranger was Ellen. <laughs> uh, his, name, his name was Ryan Suter. Dang. So wow. Ryan Suter, uh, good job, dude. That's crazy. He pulled over and was like, get in, let's go. And then waited. And then like that's he had awesome. nothing else to do. And then he invoiced her. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great story. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Let's play Easy Trivia. First one to five, you get the tiara that says Easy Trivia Champion on it. And you don't have to wear it. You can put it in front of you. Right now, Morgan number two is in the lead with three wins. Woo! The wow. one that they make for that tiara, and they make fun of you more than anyone else about trivia. I know, and and to be fair, I'm really bad at it, but some days I'm really good. These are all easy elementary level questions. They get a little harder as we go. By the way, here is the tiara. Oh man! And on top it says easy trivia. Ooh, it's awesome. Ooh. I need that. And in my it life. will sit right in front of you. Oh, and man. every time the camera comes on you, it'll show that wow. you're the champion. I want. Ready to go. Ready. <laughs> You're going to wear it this whole time? <laughs> How's it look on me? <laughs> you look good. like the queen. That's right. And you too can be the easy trivia okay. queen. Okay. All right, here we go. Question number one. Nobody goes home the first round. What color is Big Bird on Sesame Street, Amy? Yellow. Yellow is correct. Let's all say hello yeah. to Amy. Hello. Amy, welcome to the show. Tell us a little something about yourself. Hi, I am 40 years old. I love birds, puzzles, and I'm a mom of two amazing children from Haiti. All right, there we go. Lunchbox. What's the house called where the President of the United States lives? Oh, that is the White House. Everybody, welcome Lunchbox to the show. Lunchbox, give us a little something about yourself. Man, one time I was in Las Vegas and I saw Mike Tyson in a bathroom and I asked him for a picture next to the urinal because I wasn't going to let him get away. And he said? No. There you go. Eddie, come on. What animal has black and white stripes? Uh, that's a zebra. That is correct. Welcome, producer Eddie, yeah. to the game. Eddie, tell me a little something about yourself. Well, a little unknown fact I found out just the other day. My right calf is bigger than my left. Ooh. Yeah, my my pants get stuck on the right calf, but not on my left. Pretty interesting. Weird. Yeah. Eddie, everybody. Yeah. All right. And finally, Morgan, what color is the Statue of Liberty? Green. Correct. Okay. She answered that. Not yeah. Wow. Sure. Uh, Morgan, tell us a little something about you. Uh, I'm 27 years old. I have a really adorable rescue dog. I'm obsessed with I'm obsessed with Shania Twain, and I just picked up archery as a hobby. Archery. Yeah. Wow. Is oh, that wow. the bow and like, arrow? Yes. Wow. There, there she is, Morgan. Hey. Everybody. Okay. 
Let's roll. They're all easy questions. If you miss it, you'll hear this sound. You've been boned. They're all super easy. They'll get a little harder as we go. Amy, question number one. What animal is known to be man's best friend? A dog. Correct. Lunchbox, which animal sheds its skin a few times a year? Um, I know a snake sheds its skin. Um, I'll go with snake. Correct. Nice. Eddie, what's another name for a group of fish? Oh, a school of fish. Correct. Hey, Morgan, what's the coldest continent? Antarctica. Correct. You're all going on to round three. Nice job. Nice job. Clapping hands for each other. Easy trivia. Amy, pizza is known to come from which country? Uh, well, is it from Italy? Oh, don't add. This is not Jeopardy. Yeah, can I, Italy? Italy is correct. Okay. Lunchbox, what is the center of a hurricane called? Oh, that's the eye. Correct. Eddie, what country is Justin Bieber from? Oh, Bieber is Canadian. Correct. So he's from Canada. Morgan, what country artist is known as the chief? Oh, Eric Church. That's correct. You're all on to the next round. Nice job, guys. All right, we get a little harder here. What actor won the Best Actor Oscar for the films Philadelphia in 1993 and Forrest Gump in 1994? Oh, okay. Well, Tom Hanks. Correct. Lunchbox, which singer was known, amongst other things, as the king of pop and the gloved one? Oh, that was Michael Jackson. Correct. Rest in peace. Eddie, what did doctors use to hear the heartbeat? A stethoscope. Correct. Morgan, how many seasons are there in a year? Four seasons. Correct. All right, nice job. Here we yeah. go. Another round. Getting a little harder here. How many rings are there, Amy, in the Olympics logo? Oh, my Ooh. gosh. One, two. Oh, my gosh. Is it five or six? I, one, two, three. I, five? Ooh, correct. Oh. Lunchbox, name the line that runs through the middle of the earth. The equator. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> Eddie, which organ pumps blood to the body? Ooh, that would be the heart. Nice. Morgan, which planet has a ring that is made of rocks and ice? Is it Jupiter or Saturn? Saturn has the Saturn. Correct. Wow, nobody's going home. That's a hard question. That's serious. My hands are getting tired of clapping. They're hurting. (laughs) Amy, Mm -hmm. what's the smallest unit of matter? A molecule? I don't know. In- incorrect. I don't know. What is it? You've been boned. It's an atom. Oh, yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Amy goes home. Lunchbox. What instrument <gasps> is used to measure angles in geometry? Well. Oh. No, it's a protractor. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> I almost said the other one. I don't, but it's the other one. What country is the Taj Mahal located? Ooh, the Taj Mahal. That would be in India. Correct. <sighs> Morgan, what do you call a baby seal? What? It has a name? Uh, a baby seal. Ooh, is it a pup? Oh, that's a pup. Correct. Yeah. Wow. wow. How did that happen? It just came to me. Wow. Lunchbox, how many weeks are there in a year? Oh, man. 52 weeks in a year. Correct. Oh, man. Eddie, who played Neo in The Matrix? <laughs> which one's Neo? <laughs> you tell me which one Neo is? 
No, because I would be telling you who played Neo in The I, Matrix. I mean, I think the obvious one is Keanu Reeves. Is he Neo? Correct. <sighs> Morgan, what famous American road runs from Chicago to Los Angeles? <laughs> <laughs> There's a, is it a highway? Mm. I didn't know there was a road that did that. Um, is it a highway? Is it, you know... The famous highway. Is it 65? Is it a number? Hmm. Eddie, do you know it? No. no. Chicago to California? Yeah. Life is a hot... I don't know. <laughs> um, I'm just singing things out. I ha- mm. Highway 65. 66. Oh! oh it's a, it's a 66. 66. I would have taken, taken Highway 66, but you missed it by one number. Wow. Oh, cool. Dang. We're down to two guys here on Easy Trivia. What up, Lunch? Lunchbox. R.L. Yeah. R. L. Stein is famous for writing what kids' book series? <laughs> R.L. Stein. Give me goosebumps. Correct. Wow! Wow! <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> Eddie. Come on. Dolly was the first ever living creature to be cloned. What type of animal was Dolly? Uh. The first one to be cloned was Dolly a goat? They cl- they cl- they cloned goats, and I think Dolly was the first cloned goat. Oh my gosh, it's not it, is it? What are you basing that <laughs> off of? My memory, <laughs> which is not very good. I'm sorry, Eddie. You've been boned. You've been boned. Hey, yes. Dolly Maya. was a sheep. Woo! No! Your your winner today is Lunchbox! Good job. Lunchbox now has two wins. He's back in the game. Oh, what man. is the score again? Uh, Morgan, number two, has three. And all you guys have two. Okay. Wow, it is a battle. I mean, actually, seeing the crown really got me motivated. See, you got this crown if you win. <laughs> yeah. uh... Let's do some Flashback Friday. The year is 1991. Flashback Friday. As 11 years old, is living life. Are you in middle school yet? No, you're still in elementary school. Sixth grade, fifth grade? No, wow, yeah. Miss Thompson, Jessaville. <laughs> remember that. Good times? It's fine. Not really, because I had to go to a new school that year. Mm. We had to move around a lot. I hated it. They opened that classroom door like 10:30 in the morning, and you walk in, there's just a room of kids staring at you. Mm. And some like assistant principal walks in with you and they're like, kids, this is a new student, it's Bobby. And then people are like, he's stupid, he's ugly. Oh, oh gosh. They yeah. said all that? Yeah. Hey. So anyway, I hated 1991. (laughs) I'm sad now. (laughs) All right, Flashback Friday. The biggest country song at this point in 1991 was Garth Brooks, Two of a Kind, Working on a Full House. Yeah, we're two of a kind, working on a full house. The biggest pop song was from Amy Grant, Baby, Baby. And the biggest thing in pop culture, in 1991, Dallas aired its series finale. Over 33 million people watched it and made it the 11th highest rated series finale ever just behind Frasier. Who but, shot JR, right? Do you know what happened, right? No. It was a dream. Okay. 
Spoiler alert. All of Dallas. Oh, well. <laughs> oh, it's from ni- this is uh, 1991, bro. You know how people like to watch hey, those old... Bruh, 1991. <laughs> okay, all right. It's, it's been a minute. Ten-year rule. Flashback Friday. Whoa. The Bob Bone Show. Here's Amy's pile of stories. So I have some old myths that a lot of people still think are true. So I want to know where you fall. Okay. Okay? Cracking your knuckles causes arthritis. Uh, I used to think that, but now it's just air. Just popping air, right? Yeah. It may weaken your hands a little bit, but there's no proof it causes full-on arthritis. My finger, and I was wearing a splint for about a week, I still can't really move it. Oh, boy. And I I can't pop it. That's how I know I'm healed. Oh. That's what made me think about it. I Mm -hmm. still can't pop it because it hurts so bad. Playing basketball, I'm back on the court. I've been back in the hardwood since. Okay. The fans are demanding me on the hardwood. I can't get back out. To be fair, that's really not hardwood at your place. Yeah, but I like, it's like to say that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, what else? Okay, this one I definitely thought was true until I just read this, but our blood is blue before it's exposed to oxygen. But apparently, no, our blood is always red. Oh. Your veins just look blue because of how light travels through our skin. What? I thought it was blue. I even told my kids that the other day. I was wrong. Coffee stunts your growth. Nope. Never yeah, thought that. Dumb. Uh, for kids? Yeah, that's a thing. I think they just said that to kids to make them stop drinking coffee. I know, so. but my daughter hears it. Like, I, sh- I was even drinking coffee the other day, and I said, hey, do you want some? It's really good. And she was like, no, Mom, I really need to grow. I'm the smallest kid in my class. Did she then say, I need spinach to get my muscles bigger? <laughs> it's the same kind of stuff. Uh, but does anything actually stunt your growth as a kid? Any Poor nutrition. Well, yeah. But that's, that makes but sense. But that's, yeah, that's it a also given. stunts your growth as mm-hmm. an adult. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, but coffee and caffeine, they don't do that. Your dog's mouth is cleaner than your own. That's not true. <laughs> I think his, the, this dog's saliva is probably cleaner, well, right? It says dogs and humans both have around 600 different types of bacteria in their mouth. So, I think it's just something we tell ourselves. No, I still believe feel... it. Kiss me on your face, baby. <laughs> Give me some kisses. You have a clean okay, mouth. Okay, but when's the last time you brushed your dog's teeth? Well, I'm glad you asked. I don't know. See? Exactly. Yeah. I, I've never. And we brush our teeth every day. Like I was going to tell you guys, I'm glad I have done that. I, I, so, no, I don't know. We're we fooling did, ourselves. We did finally, after four months of looking for a groomer to come and do the de-shedding, the, the releasing of the anal glands, uh, so they came over and did both of our dogs. All right. Maybe they brushed their teeth. I don't know. Are they fully released? Mine or his? <laughs> oh, did his? you get your anal cleaning? I tried. They thought it was weird. <laughs> okay. They filed a little thing. Okay. They're not coming back. Okay, and lastly, public swimming pools have a chemical that turns blue if you pee in them. That's definitely just something parents tell their kids. There's no chemical that can turn urine a color. I, I thought that there was. I didn't think every pool had it, but I thought like really rich people had sure. it. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Man, that, that rumor was going wild when we were kids. No, no, I still believe it. <laughs> yes, me too. <laughs> no, you're crazy. I did too. I really thought I thought there, there was, was something, though. Like a certain chemical in like really rich people's pools that did that. Yeah, there's not. I've tried it. In every 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 pool I've been socioeconomically in. been to every so pool of every, every level. Pee them all. Yep, try as, it out. As an adult, you still pee in a pool? Sometimes, yeah. Oh my god. Really? Sometimes. Stop. No, the only things you pee in what? The lake or the shower? <laughs> the, the, sho- the shower is so the beach. gross, dude. No, the ocean. Well, okay, that's fine. Okay, a, a massive body of water or, or, or the shower. <laughs> the one thing you don't pee in is the pool because that's a small and it stays there. Yeah, but the chlorine just takes care of it. It's all good. It's like mm. flushing the toilet. Okay, that's okay. that's what we believe. Who knows? What else? So a woman was super curious because she th- wondered if she bought eggs from the grocery store and then incubated them if they would hatch. And sure enough, she bought some eggs. She got an incubator that she got online, and she waited to see what would happen. And one of the store-bought eggs hatched. Yeah. So what? What she did is she took a light to the eggs as soon as she bought them. And you can shine a light through and see if there's still something inside of the egg. Like, 
because the egg has to be fertilized. So right? and the egg that that happened. So, so she that's she, there was only one egg was possibility happened. She took that one egg and then a chicken popped out. But wow. what if she would have like not? What if someone Nothing had bought that carton and they that they could have just cooked it Probably up happens and all the time it? and you wouldn't know the difference. I yeah. know. It's like a chicken. Oh, it's crazy to me. I didn't know you could make a thing hatch from not a grocery all. store. She got one of the rare eggs that just happened to be right at that exact right time. That's cool. All right, I'm going to go over a list of items that we only wash once a year. Again, I want to know. What do you name that chicken? Where you little fall. scramble? <laughs> yeah. like, do you make a. That's over no, easy. Oh, like, it's, a, it's, a du- it's, duck? A, it's a duck. It's a duck egg, oh. yeah. Oh. Which I had to buy some duck eggs during the pandemic because it's all my grocery store offered. Dang, that fancy? Would no, you no. also have chemicals in no, your fridge? No, I remember no. that. Uh-uh. It was not fancy at Dang. all. It yes. was just at the, at the very beginning of quarantine, and grocery stores were desperate, and they were just filling the shelves with any kind of eggs they could get their hands on. That's going to cost a whole day's wages. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, they were the same price. They were not fancy. I mean, I did feel weird about it because okay. I was eating a little duck egg. Uh, okay, so people, there's 30% of people that say they only wash their bed sheets once a year. What? Yeah, I, those people must not have a wife. That is crazy. It's <laughs> just to single me. slob dudes. Other we, things that we rarely wash include blankets, cushion covers, scarves, gloves, jeans. Gloves, oh, I don't yeah. ever wash gloves. But is it, don't, I mean, if you think about it, you probably should wash your gloves. Your dirty hands are going in there. Yeah. Uh, hats. Do you ever wash your hats? No, because they never wear the same again. Yes, they don't. The bill messes up. They don't up. wash a hat. I thought you could put a hat in the dishwasher. Again, another myth. They say that. They say you also could pee in a pool and they're going yeah. <laughs> to... Oh, top rack. I feel like they'd be good. So anyway, just keep those items in mind because you may want to wash them okay. because they're, you know, stuff's dirty. gathering on them. Yep. I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. Come on. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. So a while back, a man was eating at a diner in Anchorage, Alaska, owned by Andy and Nornan Krinner, and he dined and dashed. Ate his meal, straight up left. Well, eight months later, the same man returned. They didn't know it was him, but he ate a meal, paid for that meal, and then said he wanted to pay for another meal as well, and then left a note on the counter explaining what had happened and that he was someone that dined and dashed and he wanted to make things right. He's in recovery from addiction, and he's so sorry for his actions, and he hopes that they're not mad at him. Dang. What? That's big time. It's so, yes, I mean, to just, that's really taking all the steps and making, amending everything. Ghost of Christmas Past came visited him and said, (laughs) you need to go back. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Dang, that's a good story. Mm -hmm. So what'd they do? Um, I mean, they were moved to tears. (laughs) (laughs) No, they didn't. They said, they just said. He was later seen handcuffed being escorted out of the building. (laughs) She said, they said that it moved him to tears and there's literally no hard feelings. And the fact that he came back and did it and left the letter was truly heartfelt. That's a great story. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. I think you're going to see this in a lot of states, but in New York, public schools are not having snow days anymore. Why? Do you know? Well, I was going to ask you. Do you know why? No. Because everybody can do it virtually now. Oh, yes. So why are we going to miss days at school, have to do them back later in the summer when we kind of have a way now to do it? Right. That makes sense. No, that's awesome because then you you always have to make it up. I mean, I know snow days might be fun for a minute, but then when the kids have to make it up later in the year, it's no fun. For anybody. Yeah. I mean, the sledding industry is going to suffer on this one. Oh, no. Poor sledding (laughs) industry. How will they ever bounce back? All right, over to Amy now with the morning corny. The morning.
morning, Corny. So Bill and Melinda Gates are getting divorced. I heard. Yeah, Melinda gets to keep the house, but Bill's keeping the windows. <laughs> Microsoft Windows. <laughs> oh, I get it, Eddie. You don't have to explain it. I mean, to I me. put in at first. I mean, that is funny. I mean, Amy was laughing before the <laughs> this segment. Yeah, because it's it's timely. That was the morning corny. That's clever. There's one thing Amy's known for is her timely humor. Her <laughs> <laughs> current events, even. Tell that one at a upcoming gathering uh, <laughs> party. Gathering? Okay. Well, I don't know if people are really right, doing parties yet, but uh, Jake Owen coming in a little bit. By the way, 10 a.m. today at Ticketmaster.com. Tickets are on sale for Bobby Fest, New Braunfels, Texas, and Wichita, Kansas. Come from all over the land. So the Fast Food Award winners from Thrillist are out. Best Breakfast went to... McDonald's? Chick-fil-A. Oh, yeah. That's, that, uh, that's my favorite. I've never had breakfast there. <gasps> you never had the a mini, chicken the, biscuit? Yeah, the mini oh, chicken biscuit. Oh, the ones biscuits. they send here? Yeah, okay. All right. But that's what, that's, that's what breakfast. Get okay. from there, that's too. like lunch. It's like a chicken sandwich. No, but, but, they're it, a but they serve it at breakfast yeah, time. It. They don't serve it at lunch. Sometimes Eddie says dumb stuff. Let him <laughs> that go. was one of them. Uh, best chicken nuggets. Chick-fil-A. Correct. What? Yeah. Who do you have? The OG McDonald's. I no. think, no, they're I think totally for, for different. chicken nuggets, it's it's Chick-fil-A. Wow. I agree. I feel like I'm actually eating, yeah, chicken. Best onion rings. Oh, who? It's easy. Sonic. Sonic yeah, is Sonic, right. Yeah. yeah, so good. I think it's the only place. And I agree. I hate onions, but I can eat a good onion ring. And I hate onions. Best bacon cheeseburger. I don't even know because I don't get bacon cheeseburgers. Burger King's Bacon King. Regional chain of the year. Hmm. Like a chain that's not everywhere, but people love it. Chick-fil-A. I think Chick-fil-A starting to spread out. It's starting to. National. But... Whataburger. Whataburger's right. Yeah, yep. easy. Best casual fries. Casual. Chick-fil-A. What does casual mean? Just kind of like... I guess not in a tuxedo. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Chilling. This is best fries. Uh, McDonald's. I would go McDonald's too, but Five Guys won. Oh, oh. that's good fries. I don't know. I've, been, I've ever had a Five Guys. I have. Fries. I've taste tested all of those at the same time. Chick-fil-A, McDonald's, and Five Guys. Yeah. What was your favorite? Chick-fil-A. You like the waffle? I'm not. A, I'm, a, I'm a waffles fine. They're okay. I give them like a six out of ten. But McDonald's came in second, and Five Guys in my taste test actually came in third. It was like National French Friday or something, and I had them. I postmated them for each place. Just do this place. at home for fun, or wow. what? No, <laughs> it was a few years ago. Weird hobbies. <laughs> no, honestly, I think it was a time my dad was in the hospital and we were bored in the waiting room, so we just postmated everything in the hospital and did a taste test. You know, underrated are the Arby's curly fries. Ooh. Oh, they never get mentioned. Those are good, and dip it in cheese. You always go level up, but I'm just going Arby's curly fry. Okay. Guys, I don't think I've ever had Arby's in my life. Oh, you haven't? You never, never had a roast beef never sandwich? Never roast beef sandwich? Never. Wow. Even during Christmas when they do the commercial, five roast beef sandwiches. <laughs> no, uh-uh. Still haven't. The Friday Morning Conversation. With Jake Owen. He's here. He's our hero. Yeah. He's, the guy. He's the best guest we have. We look forward to you coming in. How are you, bud? I'm good, man. I'm, I was excited to be here. It's been a minute since... Uh, you know, I've been able to do some stuff like this, so thank you. Do you care to comment about your Oscar snub? Because you had, listen, the show loved you in the movie. Oh, yeah, we all watched it. And then you didn't get an Oscar, no nomination? We were a little irritated about that? I, w- I didn't even know the Oscars happened, so... Uh, well, you got snubbed. We're letting you know right, this morning. Okay. You've been snubbed. Was it, when did they happen? I'm not sure. I, a couple weeks ago. A couple weeks yeah. ago. Do they happen, or they just came out with nods? No, no, they were there. No, they... They were, like, in a little room. Mm-hmm. They yeah. were. Oh, that's true. It was real, the ratings were terrible. It was different, because... Man, if you'd have been there, right? Hey, we did get good uh, ratings on Rotten Tomatoes with our with our movie, by the way. <laughs> it's it's awesome. like, eight, like 80, 90 percent. How... Were, were you pretty nervous? I, the movie was called Our Friend, if you guys aren't familiar. Jake played, like, a, a friend... 
Of, I played a friend of the friend. Right. And basically, in short, the movie is a true story about a family um, going through a very difficult time. The wife has terminal cancer. Yeah, and like heads up, it's sad. 95% positive right now on Rotten it, Tomatoes. It's an incredible film. Mm-hmm. It's a true story. And I think when people see it, especially in a time like right now where everybody's kind of dealing with reality, you know, and, and, and that's something that I think a lot of movies out there is like takes you away from reality. And this one really brings you back home to what it is. And uh, yeah, good. and it's about friendship and there needs to be more of that. Did you feel like with your character, though, that like you're like, oh, man, do I kind of have to be this like, totally douchebag? Uh, yeah, I was. To- yeah, I was. Can you say that on the radio? Yeah. I was that. I was totally that. And, and when I read it, that's kind of how I was scripted or mm. casted. And then I even questioned like, myself because I was like, perfect. did they cast me because I am a douchebag? You know? Well, you did a great job. Yeah. Well, yeah. I see, I mean, it comes naturally. You nailed it. Yeah, yeah. Comes so, honest. Are you are you going to do more? Has anyone reached out and been like, hey, let's do some more acting? Uh, are you qu- pursuing that? I am not pursuing it. Maybe I should, but like, I have had people reach out since then. And um, I would do it again. It was fun. I really enjoyed it. You have nine number ones now. Barefoot Blue Jean Night, Alone With You, The One That Got Away, Anywhere With You, Beachin', American Country Love Song, I Was Jack, You Were Diane, Homemade, Made For You. Of the nine number ones, which one was just, it took the most work to get there? This one. And, um, and, and again, man, thanks to you guys for this. You guys have been like praising this song before it was ever a single. You guys would ask me about it when I was on, this, on the show. And uh, my fans out there, like since day one, when other songs were singles and I'd play this song on the road, people just would go incredibly crazy for it and they related to it. And then my team at Big Loud, I mean, in an entire year where I couldn't visit radio and I couldn't get out there and play, they got this song to the top. So I think for all of us, it's like a big win for everyone that was like, I believe in this song and y'all are, y'all are those people too. So I'm very thankful for y'all. This is the hardest working one. Honestly, man, I think the next one will be the hardest yeah. working one. Every one is a little bit harder than the last, and you think it gets easier, but like it doesn't. That's why every one is so special that you that you have. Play us a little bit of "Made for You" verse and chorus, if I can remember it. Haven't <laughs> <laughs> played live in a while. Water towers made for hearts and names, and Friday nights made for. Football games and falling leaves are made for falling in, and front porch steps are made for good night kissing. And I was made for you, yeah, I was made for you. Sounds so good, man. Do you miss like just playing for people? Like, are you pumped to get back out there? I'm really pumped to get back out of there. Um, that's that's why I do this. That's why I started doing it. And I tell people that all the time. Like this has been an odd deal. People have been like, "Are you all right, man?" Like, you know, you know, you haven't been working in a while, and I know it's tough on you, probably financially and stuff like that. And I'm like, man, never in my life, even back when I didn't have money, like I ever really worried about finances because I just like to play guitar and sing. And so this time around, like, yeah, I'm in a different place in life. I've got more responsibility than I did when I was 24 years old, but I still know in my heart that when it all gets back to re- where we can get out there, which we're doing now. Music is what fulfills me. So, uh, yes, long answer to your short question. I miss those people, and I miss – that's what makes me feel rich inside is, like, someone smiling or singing along or relating to that last song, and that's, to me, what's cool. I have to ask how your daughter's doing. She's in the hospital, Paris. How, what's what's happening? Yeah, she's all good now, thankfully. That's one thing you kind of learn in the hospital is, like – What happened? Okay, so we she had what we thought was a cold – 
and um, she just kind of runny nose, couldn't breathe. She's has bad. Uh, a lot of people out there might know about this. Children with skin eczema have like this triad of skin eczema, allergies, and um, and asthma. It all correlates. And so when one's you know heightened, the other one's heightened, and her skin was getting really bad, and she it was itching a lot. And the next thing you know, she literally could not breathe, like just stopped breathing. And uh, we had to rush her to the hospital. I mean, she was it was bad. And then they wanted to keep her overnight because she her levels weren't high enough to go off on her own. But uh, it's weird when you see a little two year old that's not at the point yet where she can really say anything and tell you how she's feeling on her second birthday, like in the hospital. But man. I will tell you this. I had more people reach out to me, other artists, other songwriters, people like y'all. And it makes you realize, like, in moments where you're super scared, like, people are there for you. I mean, really. Like, because I, I felt alone. And then I would walk, I walked in Vanderbilt and I'm looking at all these other parents that have their children in there too. And you're kind of like frustrated. You're like trying, you, you think, like, I don't know. I just had this feeling like I walk in, like, the security guard's like, sir, you need to take your temperature. <laughs> I was like, you know, I just wanted to like get mad at him. Be like, wait, my daughter. But I get it. Everybody's doing their jobs, and Vanderbilt was incredibly uh, helpful for us. But just the people in general that reached out to us really made it a lot easier on Erica and I because uh, we felt kind of lonely in there. You and Erica are, are getting married. Are you planning a wedding yet? Do you have- I knew you were going to ask this question, yeah. I, and I knew that I was going to have. But you opened op- op- to come up with an answer. You opened the door. <laughs> you mentioned Erica. That's my cue to go. Okay, speaking of Erica, what's what's happening? Yeah, we're getting married, man. I mean, I gave her a ring. We're going to get married. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what do you want from him? I mean, we know a, that part. But that, I know. Hi. But that's the thing, though. There's like, hey, man, I did it. Okay, I'm back. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, 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 no. Like, I love her. We want. We definitely want to get married. I mean, but this whole past year has been. I mean, when I gave it to her. Part of it was because all of 2020 was just like this weird year that no one – and I wanted some happiness out of it because, like I told you, even though we weren't on the road, like I was really happy like at home with my children and my – and Erica. And that's the first time in my life that I've had time like multiple days in a row at home because before – it's easy when you're like come home for a few days and you have that like lovey-dovey relationship and you're like, see ya, I'm out. Then you come back three (laughs) days later. You know what I mean? But when you're around someone 24-7 all the time, if you guys can still be in love like after that and I guess it's meant to be so we're pretty good like we don't really we don't fight or anything like that so we're gonna get married you don't fight come on no we do on stupid stuff All right. like I got in a really like I'm a I'm OCD like bad Mm -hmm. and so I was just mad the other day I started cleaning out our uh, cabinets and there was like seven I counted 17 cans of cream of mushroom soup (laughs) now let me tell you something I've never bought a can of cream of mushroom soup in my life, and I can't remember the last time that Erica cooked anything with cream of mushroom soup. And so, but my point is, if we're going to fight, it's over stupid stuff like that. I'll be like, why do we have 17 cans of cream of mushroom soup? <laughs> She's like, well, I was going to make that chicken dish. I was like, 17 times that you didn't? You know what I mean? She's like, why do you have to be like that? Why can't you just... I'm like, so that's the fight. So okay. It's not like knockdown, drag out fights. Mm-hmm. You know? So yeah. the answer is TBD. To, the to be determined. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And you fight about dumb. I mean, the only stuff Caitlin and I really fight about is dumb stuff. If we have to be late to one more cycling class, we have to walk in you when hate it's dark. Being late. Oh, my, I pull my hair out. I was hauling ass down here because <laughs> I knew I was late, and yeah. I'm like, I'm cannot be late for you. Lock the door on you. I've never been. I've home. never been late because I know, I hear you talk about all the time how there's nothing worse to you than people that are late, and you're right. It, and, and I'm notoriously late. for <laughs> but like I will now. not be late for your show because I don't want you being like. You were here he's early. just another one of those guys. You, you, you were here early. We've only ever had one artist that was late, late, and I just said, nope, we're not doing the interview. 
The same with the show. When they used to be late, what happened? <laughs> yeah, we so, said, well, don't or, come in, and then that's it. They went home. They called me like, I'm going to be five minutes late. Well, cool. We'll be, be on time tomorrow. See you tomorrow. But <sighs> it's all a respect thing. Like, if Morgan's going to get here on time, and Eddie's not. Who's the first person here? Bobby. Mike? Well, Raymundo. Because oh, he, yeah. He's well, first. Yeah. Ray, Ray is like the, the pillar right. who is making sure it's on. Everything's on. <laughs> the affiliates are getting stuff before the show starts. Yeah, but in this room, I'm usually the first one in the room. Okay. But that's okay. I'm supposed to be. You got to lead by example, Le- man. That's right. Kobe practiced harder than anybody. Yes. Uh, Jake Owens here. Yes. He's Kobe. Oh, yeah, like okay. Kobe fan. Kobe fan. <laughs> I'm actually not a big Kobe fan. But okay. How does this get turned on me, losers? Love we were it. talking oh. about Jake, and now it gets turned on to me. Uh, let's let's hear a little music. That thing that always breaks up the the awkwardness. Um, how about a little bit of homemade? Homemade. Yeah. Okay. I'd love to play homemade for you. Thank guys. you very much. How about it? Jake Owens here, by the way. Where I grew up getting dressed up means A button-down shirt and a good pair of jeans Wasn't Sunday supper without collard greens Dad was boss and Christ is king Friday night was living for the lights to come on And I turned to Miller Lights when I turned 21 There's some things about me that I can't change I'll always be the man that haunts me Homemade me love a dirt road Homemade me crave some ice cold Homemade sweet tea Only mama knows how to make Yeah, homemade Homemade me love a small town Homemade me want to settle down In a homemade for the two of us Everything I love is homemade Nice, Jake Owen. Yeah. Yeah. Did you like that like built-in fade-out that I did right there? <laughs> Slow it down Home a little bit. Me. <laughs> Mike, did I give you enough time to switch the audio? Good. All right, good, good. When are you going back on the road? Uh, Do you know yet? Is it announced? End of the month. Really? I got a couple shows. At the, I have a couple shows at the end of the month I'm super excited about. Just me and a guitar. Um, I'm excited for that because I really, picking up where I left off in the early part of... Uh, 2020 we were doing this what we called down at the tiki tonk tour and it was just myself and my buddy larry fleet that um is doing really well and i took him out there and we just played our acoustic guitar for people in like little um like theaters and it was cool because i like you i mean you could say hey play this song and i'm like all right i play it and it was a bit of a diff- difference from obviously years prior just playing big shows and i kind of miss those so i'm looking forward to starting the year that way and i say starting the year we're starting your year. yeah your fiscal year yeah 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 that's right yeah. well if you could not play one of your number ones which one would you cut uh people really like eight second ride yeah I yeah, hate yeah. that song yeah yeah we love that yeah, yeah. yeah. we like yeah. it when you grunt we like I'm it when you grunt I'm on up inside with come on come, come on, on. Oh, yeah that's a jam I, I let's swear, play it now I wrote it uh, when I was 18 at Florida State <laughs> University hey hey back there Florida State yeah, we, we played that one. We liked that and, one. And yeah. Uh, yeah, I wrote it at, when I was 18. And my brother, I told you this before, but he had, used to have a, uh, he used to keep his like dip cup. He's dip like in the center console of his Jeep. And every time I'd get in his Jeep, he would say, watch out for my cup, man. Don't, don't knock that over. So for him, when I wrote this song, because at the time I was writing songs for girls, I was listening to a lot of John Mayer and Dave Matthews at the time. <laughs> and uh, I was writing all these like love songs. And um, Jared's like, you have to write songs for guys. So I was like, all right. And I, I was like, climb on up, but honey, watch the cup that I've been spitting my dip inside. And I thought it was brilliant at the time. And now every time I sing it, I'm like, oh, here comes that stupid line. <laughs> you people it? love that song. You're probably mad at me for, for hating it now. Every show you play it? Every show. Yeah, good. Come on. Come on with it. Yeah. Do you do that, though, every time? 
Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I can never recreate the, the perfect come on, though. Never. We, we play a game at my house. Like, who, which person would you let babysit your kids? And we don't have kids yet, but we, it's probably soon, right? In the next year or two years or so. And the one that we're stuck on a lot, because I'm going to ask you this too. The one that we're stuck on a lot is the debate between Raymundo or John Party. Babysitting if we had a kid. Like, who would we leave our kid alone with? Ray or John Party? Why would you ever leave your kid with well, John Party? Well, it, it, it's, it's like, uh, what's the game <laughs> where it's like you pee out of your nose and poop out of your mouth? Would you rather? Would you rather? rather? It's like if you, were ha- if you had a kid and you had to leave them with one of the two, Raymundo, close friends with both of them, or John Party, we have all picked John. Now, Interesting. of your country artist friends, <laughs> who would you leave your kids with? Probably. I mean, Thomas Rhett comes to mind. He's got a lot of them. If he won't answer his phone, though, classic. Uh, nice. So yeah, probably, I don't know. All right, shut it down, boys. We're I don't know. Reba. <laughs> Reba would be awesome with kids. You know what I mean? What, would Reba answer your call? Do you have Reba's cell phone number? I don't, but I bet she would. If I could, if I could. Uh, Do you have Dolly's cell phone number? No, but I have a letter of. Um, like sometimes saying no is a beautiful thing if it comes from Dolly. <laughs> and I asked her to be a part of this song that I just wrote and she gracefully wrote me a no, but it was incredible because I got this uh, note with the big Dolly thing at the top. And she just told me how much she loved the song. And because my last name's Owen, it reminds her of someone in her life, the last name Owen. And uh, maybe one day we could do a song together. But right now she said she felt a little overexposed. Uh, but I was I thought, wow, that's pretty cool. You know, I've asked many people to do things with me before and they've been like, no, you know what I mean? But never she has can, someone yeah. thanked me for asking them, even though they couldn't do it. And I think that's a testament to why people love Dolly Parton. That's pretty cool. It's, it's incredibly cool. And I it's mean, a cool it, story to tell too. And it makes just, us like Dolly even more. If that's she's possible. Just, I mean, that, that's why when you heard that story about her saying no thanks to the statue that yeah. someone offered mm-hmm. her, she's like, well, maybe at a different time. But those are the kinds of people like when you ask, like, who would you want? That's why I want my kid to be around someone like that because they, they learn from someone that's an actual real person and it's not like they're just babysitting because they're a star. You know, like, I think Dolly's more of a real person than she ever is a star, you know? You have nine number ones now. Do you know the next single? You don't have to say it. You can just say... I, you, I mean, I, I got some bangers coming up, though, because I've had some time. <laughs> yes. like, I'm not going to lie. Let me I'm ask you this. Lie. Put it this way. I had, like, four or five of my artist buddies, and this never really happens. Like, heard a couple of these songs I've recorded lately, and they all reached out to me, and they're like, damn you. And I was like, but are they songs that are already out, or is, is your next song going to be something that isn't out yet? Something that is not out yet. Got it. Um, what's the first note of that song? Play it for us. <laughs> uh, new song. Just give us the first note. What's it? Okay. There it is. Oh, we like that one. Oh, that's a good one. That's a, that's a good one. Yeah. Does sound yeah, that is that. a good one. What about yeah. the third note. Oh, wow. Is that your new, next new song? I don't know. Okay. It's really, it's pretty solid though. And when you hear the, I mean, my, here, here's the thing. I talked to Joey about this a lot. My, my producer, I love all kinds of music. I think made for you is probably like one of the closest songs for me that I've ever released. It was like really like poignant as far as lyrically, but like, man, I'm kind of my song. I've been good throughout my years and comfortable with like just having songs that make people feel good and sing along to, and not try to overthink changing the world with my music. And, uh, so I've strived this round to get back to like those kinds of songs that have been big for my career. And, uh, like yesterday too, even like I've been growing this hair back out. Last time I was here was short, you know, and I walked by the, by the, uh, mirror yesterday and Eric is like, your hair is getting long. I know. I said, I know I'm back. <laughs> oh. oh my God. The old Jake is back. He is back. We love it. Listen, we love you. Congratulations. When, when you know, 
Made for use number one, home, homemade, two, killing it. You're just killing it. Thanks, again. man. You guys are crushing it. All uh, y'all. enough about us. This is about you. Uh, you're ninth number one. Can't wait. For, <laughs> can't wait for the new music. Just, Thanks, man. Just a big fan. Love when you come on the show. Obviously, mm-hmm. appreciate that. Thank you guys for having me. It's always great to be here. There he is. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why he's got such a. It's, what was it's, that smirk when you I said know, that? I know. He's it. like, yeah. oh. He's like, I, of course. I don't know if I should believe <laughs> he's that. Talking through the grit in his teeth. All right, Jake Owen, no, everybody. There yeah. he is. Good to see you, buddy. Thank you, guys. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. There's a guy named Alcide Dominique. He owns Dominique Auto Sales in Louisiana. He was telling Fox News that a lot of times there are homeless people that will sleep overnight in his lot. And at one point, there was a guy, Jamie, who was asleep on the porch. And so Alcide, one of his employees named Sean, they went up to Jamie. They were like, hey, man, you all right? He's like, yeah, I'd, you know, kind of had a rough few years. His grandparents had passed away who had been taking care of him. So I said, okay, well, let's go. They took him to get a hot meal. They put him in a local motel for the night. They even got him some clothes and supplies from Walmart. But then they got on TikTok and they were like, hey, this is Jamie. Could you use some help? Well, TikTok did its thing. Over 10 million views. People started helping out. They started up a GoFundMe. He has more than $25,000 to this GoFundMe page. Wow. People started sending in clothes and Bibles that other people can use too that sleep in that lot that are homeless. That's great. And so not only is this guy going to be able to be off the streets for a while, they've helped him with housing, a job, and a car, and they've helped other people off the, the streets as well because of that that one guy and that one TikTok post. Love it. There you go. TikTok doing good things. Mostly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to give it all the credit yet. <laughs> Mostly. Uh, that's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. We're about to talk to Sophie. And Sophie, Sophie, am I right about this? You married yourself? You are correct, yeah. <laughs> and you, right now, are, are you in the UK? Yes, I'm in Brighton in the UK, yeah. And do you say you're, you're your own wife or your own, your own husband? Or do you not say, like, what's that relationship there? I say I'm a sologamist, which is like the official term for someone who married themselves. Sologamist would be solo, oh, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the root, solo. That's it, yeah. yeah. How, so, why, why would you marry yourself? I, I think this is interesting. I've never heard of this, but why would you marry yourself? I feel like there's quite a big stigma around being single in our culture. So it was sort of a bit of a statement against that in a way, because I feel like society is kind of obsessed with romance, you know, but you can't really live happily ever after until you found your other half to complete you. Like people kind of assume that I'm going to be miserable and sad and, you know, how are you still single? Or Don't worry, the white person's just around the corner. And I just kind of got a bit sick of that sort of sympathy, like I should feel ashamed or had to excuse, you know, make an excuse as to why I hadn't settled down yet. So then I thought, I feel like I need a way to express the fact that I am happy, happily ever now. And I'm, you know, I'm happy in myself and I want to have a ceremony to show myself growth and self-acceptance and self-love. So you had a wedding to marry yourself? I did indeed. Yeah, I had a a self-wedding in Brighton outside um, in 2015. Do you invite people to that wedding? Do they have to RSVP? Because I'm going, I'm having a wedding right now, Sophie. I got to tell you, the RSVPs are so annoying. Do you have to have people RSVP to to your wedding? Uh, I actually, yeah, I sent out uh, invites on social and... Uh, yeah, just to, by text and everyone, loads of friends accepted straight away and booked hotels, which I was actually really overwhelmed by because it was it was kind of, you know, a bit of a tongue in cheek ceremony. I, w- I wouldn't have been offended if they hadn't come, but actually loads of people, yeah, showed up. 
And do you do two sets of vowels? Do you read one to yourself and then move to the other spot and read one to yourself? Or do you just say one set in a mirror? I adapted the traditional vowels from the plural to the singular. And that works pretty well, actually. Her Instagram, her, her social media is the Sologamist. Is that how you say it? Sologamist, Sophie? Logamist, yeah. yeah. I, I am someone who is single almost all my life. I mean, I, I'm engaged now for the first time. I'm 41 years old, and I know when you, I relate to people feeling sorry for you forever because that happened to me. People were like, oh, yeah. people like, oh, you're just alone. I can't wait. And I was like, hey, I'll, I'm, I'll, eventually I'll find whatever. I'm glad I have to marry myself. I'm glad I found the person. But what does it yeah. mean legally for you? Like, do you get any benefits for being married but to yourself? Um, I think the whole thing about legally recognizing a marriage is kind of to protect your individual assets so if it comes to like a divorce you know you're you're protecting your own assets so I think there's no real need for a legal recognition of of solo marriage because it's just you and your own assets you ever cheated on yourself (laughs) (laughs) people ask that but I'm not trying to be two people so it's not like Mm -hmm. it's a massive betrayal if I'm with someone else and I wouldn't divorce myself either are you still open if the right person comes along man or woman that you could marry them yeah, so the, th- the again, the thing is, you know, self-marriage for me is about self-love and marriage is about romantic love. And self-love and romantic love, they're not mutually exclusive. They can exist together. It's just, I think, self-love. I was just trying to raise the agenda of it and, like, raise the profile of it and show that it's probably just as important as romantic love. So it doesn't mean that I'm going to live like a nun and never embrace meaningful relationships with anyone else. I mean, she's kind of encouraging me to marry myself. I'll be honest with you. She has a great point. <laughs> You know, when you first hear, when you first hear about it, you're like, "All right, she's marrying herself. What does this mean?" But now she's telling me why it's about loving yourself. I do take me to be my lawfully wedded husband. I'm into it. Yeah, this is good. Are there other people like you that have married themselves? Uh, I believe so. Yeah, there's like it, mainly women, kind of around the world. I'm hearing about more and more cases in like Europe, some in America, I think. In your family, what do they think about the situation that you're kind of becoming known for marrying yourself? Um, they were already kind of on board because I, I actually wrote a novel about it before I married myself. And they were, so, they, so it wasn't a new concept for them. But I mean, my mum was a little bit, she's had three divorces though, but she was a bit puzzled. My dad was totally on board and he gave me away to myself. Um, and yeah, he actually loved the whole thing. What's the lesson? I, I'm curious. You've been, you've been married now for, well, you've been married to yourself for six years, mm-hmm. if I'm doing the math here. What is, yeah. What's the lesson you'd like to teach me? about marrying yourself it is just all about self-love and self-acceptance and promising to be your own best friend and be responsible for your own happiness you know because whether you're in a relationship with someone else or not you should be able to fill your own cup and not go to them asking them to fill it so that's what it is really i think you can be sort of happily invested in your own self-love journey and and also be in a really happy relationship with someone else. I got to tell you, Sophie, I thought you were going to come on and you're going to be pretty nutty. I'm, this is the truth. I was like, all right, <laughs> let's talk to Sophie. She's going to be nuts. We're going to probably have a few laughs. But I think your message is amazing. I think your message is fantastic. Like it's all about finding, you know, your worth within yourself before you can actually ever care about finding it. With, within. I mean, I think the, the whole marriage thing was a little nutty, I'll be honest with you. However, <laughs> I do think, Sophie, that, that this is a great message and that this was not the angle I expected to go with this interview. I thought we'd come in and be like, be like, how crazy is Sophie? But you're, <laughs> you're just kind of crazy, not fully crazy, and we're all kind of crazy. So I, I, yeah. I, I admire that. So what's, what are you getting out of this? Like you're, you're talking to folks. What, like what's the goal here? You know, I'm a self-love advocate and I think it solves, I think when you deal with your own crap, you know, the less others have to. And I think it solves a lot of problems in society, actually. 
so yeah I'm just like out there to have conversations start conversations about it and on that point about ceremony I know that like having a big self-wedding ceremony might be a little bit nutty but for me I do think in our culture like we don't have many rituals or like rites of passage that celebrate our personal development apart from marriage and if you choose not to marry then you don't really have anything any milestone so yeah that's why I did it but I think you can love yourself in lots of different ways you don't have to marry yourself Okay. Well, listen, I feel good about this. This her, yeah. She's at the Sologamist. If you want to spell it, it's Sologamist because it's, it's a tough word. Sologamist. Her name is Sophie. Amy, anything you'd like to say to Sophie? Yeah, I guess since you did choose to celebrate it with a ceremony and you had your own little wedding, do you get to register for gifts? What a great question. <laughs> I actually said no gifts, which oh. I, I actually instantly regretted, if I'm honest. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I, I could have done with a, a nice gift list, but I just, yeah, I was like, no, your presence is my only present. Did yeah, you have a first funny. song, a first dance song, and did you dance alone? I invited everyone to my first dance, so we had a whole bunch of us. There's actually a video on YouTube of, like, everyone dancing to my first dance. Oh, that's <laughs> it fun. got a bit crazy. What was the song? Uh, it was Trini Lopez, um, If You Want to Be Happy for the Rest of Your Life. Oh. If you want to be happy for the rest of your life. <laughs> Better make a pretty woman in your life. Yeah. So yeah. for my present. Yeah. Dang. That's the one. Well, Sophie, I, can't, I have to say it. I'm a fan. I, uh, Thank you. What isn't there a, a lyric in that song? Uh, you, uh, pick an ugly girl to marry you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, congratulations on six strong years of marriage to, yeah. min, to, min, to many more. Uh, follow her, the Sologamist. Sophie, this has been a real treat. And thank you for your time. And hopefully, uh, we'll, we'll at some point, we'll talk again. Thank you so much. And good luck with your own marriage. Thank you very much. There she <laughs> is, everybody. Sophie. <laughs> it is now time for our Fun Fact Friday off between Raymundo, our defending champion, and Scuba Steve, where your only goal is to have more fun facts than the other person. Everybody know the rules? I know the rules. I'm ready. All right. Hit it, Raymundo. Fun fact Friday. Yay! All right. Raymundo, you're uh you got a one game winning streak. Yep. You're gonna go first. Fun fact number five. Number five. Every two minutes, people take more photos than that were taken in the entire 19th century. There was around two million that were taken that century. We take 2.5. Every two minutes on Instagram, Twitter, all those things. I had to think too much for that one, guys. Yeah. Oh, too many numbers, yeah. millions and centuries. That's a tough one. More people have cameras now? Yeah. yeah I was going to say that. It's kind of a lame fun fact, but. Oh! Okay. Scuba Steve, go ahead. So, Steve Harvey, he's a TV host, does radio everything, was once homeless before he became a famous comedian. He'd sleep in his car. When he'd do gigs, he then would use gas stations for showers, gyms, pools for showers. Today, he's worth over $180 million. I'm glad he explained who Steve Harvey was. Right, we all know who he is. Just in case, you know, yeah, someone yeah, doesn't yeah, know no, who he is. We got you, we got hey, you. Yeah. guys are coming out boring today. I, I mean, that's a good one, but I feel like it's very fun. I feel like, like oh, I'm motivated, yeah. it's a little sad for a minute. Did you know that about Steve Harvey? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Um... Okay. Sorry. Well. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, right. Uh, second fun fact. Well, no, they have to wait to vote. Who gets the point? <laughs> the you want to move voter. on already. <laughs> That's just a warm-up. Who, uh, who, who, who do you give that one to? I don't even know. I guess, I guess, Scuba Steve. Eddie? Yeah, Scuba Steve had the better fact, but I'm not sure it was that fun. We're just going to give you that point. Thank you, I appreciate all right, it. All right, Scuba Steve, one point. All right, next one. Number four. Scuba, you won, so now you'll go. This one is fun. The okay. song Who Let the Dogs Out, we've been talking about recently a lot. Well, the barking in the song the that you hear right now, the Baja men can't bark. 
So their record producer, Steven Greenberg, came in on the record and does the barking that you hear on the song today. Why can't they just go, uh, hoo, 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 well, They hoo. tried doing it. It just doesn't sound well, but Steve did the good barking. So that's the song you hear now with Steve Greenberg barking. Okay. Scuba, that's a great were, fact. Well, this is supposed to be Fun Fact Friday, I, to dude. To him, it was fun. Yeah, yeah. Ray, pretty fun. Get, Ray, get... Uh, go ahead, Ray. Humans and giraffes have the exact same number of neck bones. <laughs> Their necks are six feet long. You'd think there'd be crazy amounts of bones in there. Okay. Uh, in fact, we both only have seven bones. Wow. Us and giraffes. Yeah, that's, okay, that's, there we go. That's pretty fun. Wow. All for Ray. Say aye. 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 Okay. Wow. Okay, it's tied. One to one. Ray, okay. you're up. That was a little the first piece of fun I've had, though. I'll be honest with you guys. All right, next up. Number three. Most Canadians... Canada's above us. Actually, live south. <laughs> God, what's wrong with you guys? Both of you are like you Steve know. Harvey, right? Actor. I think, I think we're so dumb. Okay, wait. I want to hear what his fun fact is. Most Canadians live south of Seattle geographically because Seattle's farther north than Toronto and Montreal, which are the major cities. It's not bad. I mean, it's not, not bad. Fun. Is it though? It's not fun, but it's, it's not bad. It's because it dips down below. Well, we're going to be some tough critics for this game. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Scuba? Not nervous at all now. So crickets. <laughs> if you count their chirps, you can tell the temperature outside. Yes. Wow. So according to the that. Library of Congress, you listen to their musical chirps, count them. So in 15 seconds, then add 37, and you'll get the number and temperature outside. That's cool. Dang. Fun fact. That's pretty fun. All for Scuba okay. Steve. Say hi. Hi. All right. There you go. Number two. By the way, the score is Scuba Steve 2, Ray 1. Uh, Scuba, okay. you're up. You got that one. Okay, so bamboo grows so fast, it's measured in miles per hour. So the fastest growing planet uh, plant on Earth is the bamboo. It grows 35 inches every single day at a rate of .0002 miles per hour. Guys, it, it grows 35 inches in a day? This is yeah, true. Really? I have bamboo no. sprouting up in my backyard, and I'll show you a picture. It's crazy. It's like one day there was no bamboo, and now all of a sudden there's a bamboo that's so tall. I like that reaction. In the middle of my yard. You're telling me, because I'm on the precipice of a lot of fun yeah. right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're telling me that bamboo grows 35 inches in a day? Correct. According to the Guinness Book of World Records. Oh, I mean, the fastest. So that's the it fastest has the bamboo. Potential. Not all of them. Okay. But let me it has, tell you. It has been found to grow up to 91 centimeters, 35 inches in a day. Yeah. Huh. It, when I show you this bamboo in my backyard, you're going to be like, what? Because it was not there the other day. Mm-hmm. And it's tall. That's fun. Bamboo in my backyard. All right. <laughs> Raymundo, go ahead. Yeah, it is impossible to hum while you hold your nose because normally the air would escape <laughs> through your nose to create the sound. So you cannot do that if you close your nose with your hands. <laughs> you can't do it. <laughs> yeah! Oh, no. Hmm. That's, that's, that's two fun. tough ones. Let's go to the panel. Eddie? Oh, yeah, I'm going to go scuba Steve on that one because it's hard to believe that his is a fact. But it is. Amy? I mean, I'm witnessing the bamboo grow like that in my backyard, and the humming thing is kind of interesting, and it's an activity, so I go Ray. Oh. Interesting. Sorry. Wow. Buzz? I'm going to go... Okay. But you spent a lot of time researching the, the bamboo because you did not believe it. You're intrigued. That was the world record, though. I thought every day it grew But then you inches. also tried to hum with your I did, nose. I did. I'm going to go Ray. Woo! Close... Sorry, sorry, Steve. Okay. Yeah, close. It's close. But Ray, I think humming with your nose closed is the, the winner there. Thank you. We're down to the final fun fact. This is it. Mm-hmm. This is number five, tied two to two. Who's going to be the fun fact Friday champion of the week? Number one. 
So uh, the Farmer's Almanac, the magazine, you guys have heard of it. When it was first created, there was actually a hole in it. I wonder why that hole was in it. Well, people used to wipe their butts with magazines. And so the hole was created because people would hang the magazine in their outhouses and then wipe their butts with it. <laughs> Interesting. Huh. So it was not only it was reading, paper. it was toilet paper. Correct. And they put the hole in it so you could just hang it in the outhouse. Yes. Is that where reading material in the bathroom comes from? Dude, this is so fun! Huh. Okay, Scuba. I'm gonna get that's a solid one. If you can get a it's great one, I think you can win. Okay, this one I think you're gonna like because you like the Truman Show. I like the Truman and Show. You love really cool bits. One of my favorite movies. Go ahead. So when the Truman Show was coming out in 1998, director Peter Weir wanted to have hidden cameras installed inside every theater showing the film. The plan was for the projectionist to stop in the movie and then have those cameras hit the crowd and then go back into the film, kind of freaking out the crowd as they're part of the movie, basically. Did they do that? <laughs> they didn't do it. No, the idea didn't take off, oh. but he wanted to do that. Oh, okay. So, well, shoot. Well, I think by default, Ray wiping wins. Butt, right? right? Because mm. that's pretty fun. It was pretty cool. I get it. Yeah, but uh, yours okay. didn't even happen like that. I know, but, but it that was... would have been a cool idea. But they didn't do it, though. Right. So. I mean, I still think you could have used that time that you were getting a divorce from your first wife and you sold the diamond and didn't tell her <laughs> that's and replaced it with a cubic zirconia. Like that's so I can do fun facts for my life? You sure? There's no rule on I fun facts. Okay, all right. All right, you're right. Uh, all for Ray, say aye. Aye. Ray, you're yeah! the two-time champion. Fun fact Friday champion, back Raymundo. Wow. Appreciate it. I don't know how much longer we're going to go with this uh, versus version of it. This is kind of like a spinoff of Fun Fact Friday. We'll let the listeners decide. But Raymundo's a two-time champion. Uh, Steve would have won Fun Idea Friday. Steve would have won. <laughs> yeah. That's true. It was a fun idea. <laughs> fun, thing, fun thing that didn't quite happen, but uh, if they would have, it would have been great. Mm-hmm. All right. There's our winner, Raymundo. Thank you very yeah. much, Raymundo. Yeah. Fact Friday. Yeah. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Framingham, Massachusetts. A teenager was headed to the Napa Auto Parts to get a couple supplies for her car. She pulls in. She goes to put it in park, but she hits the gas instead of the brake. That stinks. Right through the front door, and you see all the stuff just fly off the shelf. But is that a bonehead or just an accident? I mean, I... Kind of boneheaded. Is it, though? Because I see old people do it sometimes, and I feel bad for them. Yes. I did it at a go-kart place when I was a kid. So embarrassing. <laughs> I'll never forget that. I mean, You tried I, to hit the brake? Well, I was. it was all ending. The guy says, all right, bring the carts back in, and I'm hitting the brakes. Nope, that was the gas. I nailed everybody in the cart. Oh, ow. <laughs> oh, with your go-kart? With my go-kart, okay. and, I, and I feel like a bonehead. You do? Yeah, of course. So, I still do. Who thinks it's a bonehead, say I? I. Uh. I mean, because it's kind of like when you have your car in... You know, reverse, at least you think you do, and you're in drive and you hit the pedal. Sounds familiar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I feel like a bonehead when I do that because I should be paying more attention. I know. I just feel like this is about dumb criminals, not somebody who accidentally drove into a store. She's like, oh my gosh, now I feel like my life is ruined. But it's not, kid. Hey, relax. You'll get up tomorrow. The sun will come up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm pep talking here. All right, they voted. It's a bonehead. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. Amy, what's up with you this weekend? I don't know. I mean, I got to work with my daughter on her play that she has coming up. I know we've got theater boot camp, so we'll be doing that all day Saturday. What's that mean? Well, she's got to be at theater boot camp from like... Oh, you're not doing it. Nine to four, but I mean, I may... I may stop in and just see how things are going. I thought you going. were throwing it. Oh, no. Like you were going to put I, her through. I, I am throwing a project party at my house tonight. There's three girls from her class that are coming home from school with us, and they have a project 
to work on. So they'll be at the house till nine or 10 tonight. What about you? I will be in Fort Gibson, Oklahoma for a couple days this weekend. Oh. It's Caitlin's hometown. So we're going to go back. Uh, I think kind of her, her sister's wedding shower. Wet, right? They do those? But, yes, but wedding shower. But she's doing yeah. it and you're going to hang out with other people? Yeah, I'm not going to the shower. Yeah. Yeah, I, I want, I'm so anti that I won't even take a shower. <laughs> <laughs> you get them. Days, yeah. I'll show them. Yeah, well, I'm just going to go hang out. But I'm just going to go with her. It's not, a, it's not an easy trip. So. Yeah, just travel with her. Have a great day, everybody. We will see you Monday. Uh, Joe Nichols will be in Monday. Bobby Bone Show. Bye, guys. Bobby Bone Show.